Hello, folks, and welcome to Are You a Fan? Presented by Moonbound Productions. If you like the episode, give us a like, follow. Heck, why don't you share it with a friend and maybe see if they like it too. So, let's get into today's question. Question for you, Joker, and the audience. So, if you could have a gun that shoots one type of element, what element would you pick? Honestly, I'd probably be like McRory in Legends and have fire. Just because I love fire to begin with. I mean, well, now, <laughs> well, now, well, now, heck, I feel like I have to pick something different. Because I, I really mean, you don't have to. I mean, we are very similar in the aspect that we both are obsessed with fire. We We're really, fire maniacs. It, it, it honestly is a problem. Well, will be a problem possibly someday. Right. <laughs> no, I, I'd probably pick the fire too. Like I that, just uh, that, I don't know something something about fire. It is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Okay, so uh, why don't you folks tell us what you would pick? Now that leads us into the well, kind of. I guess if one of us had picked eyes, it would better lead us into. Well, it still leads us into it because he was his partner at one point. Yeah, very true. So let's get into this, Captain Cold, also better, also AKA known as Leonard Snart. So let's get into the. This is going to be a short one, folks. Real World, created by John Broom and Carmen Infantino. The character made his first appearance in Showcase number 8, June 1957. So, fairly old character. Weirdly short in Real World. Yeah, that, that is all we have for it. <laughs> yeah. So we got nothing else on notes anywhere. I guess fun fact: uh, the little glass, the little eyewear he has, was inspired by the Inuits. The eye things they have—that's the only other real, real world we got. And I think that I'm not 100 sure if that's actually true or if it's assumed that's what it's based on. I mean, I, it's a safe assumption. It's a safe assumption. I'm pretty sure it was. It, I'm pretty sure it was, especially given his whole original outfit design yeah. was basically like your. Like, it's like, what if we put a white guy in an Eskimo costume? No, that's like, basically exactly what they made. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go into in-universe now. Leonard Snart and his sister Lisa were raised by the father after their mother passed away. Their father wouldn't take it well and turned to alcoholism and became abusive towards his kids. Oh, I must have missed that part. I, I just thought he was yeah, just I, abusive I out the gate. Nope. Yeah, I don't know where exactly you got yours if it was just all from the videos. No, I but actually like, I looking went to at the, the fan, wiki, or no, I went I to the say, DC looking at the side. wiki and then looking at the DC uh, fandom wiki. That's where I found all my stuff. I think I just went. I don't think I went to the fandom wiki. I think I went to the DC site, which makes sense because they leave pretty much everything out. God, I need to stop using. Yeah, DC, get it. Especially to, when you're, especially when we're in DC characters, stop using it. DC <laughs> Comics, get it together, man. Jeez. Right. So through the beatings, Leonard's father would teach him that emotion was weakness, and that a cold heart would take him further in life. Which I can't necessarily disagree with. I mean, you know, Amazon. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Not wrong, dude, but uh, also maybe kind of. So Leonard's only refuge was when his n nurturing grandfather would sometimes invite Leonard and his sister to visit him at the ice cream factory where he that's, worked. That's just an ice factory. No, it isn't. 
I thought I had an ice cream truck. So that may have been whatever was on there, but this is at least the current continuity. It's just an ice factory. Okay, so at one point, he might, the grandfather might own an ice cream truck. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but moving on here, uh, he would invite him and his sister to visit him at the ice factory where he worked. Leonard grew up to cherish the cold atmosphere as a symbol of his escape from abuse, which, no, that that makes that actually does make a lot of sense. It really does, because it's him getting away from his dad, even for a little bit. Yep. So because that's what he associates with it, of course he's going to come fan. to like the cold. Yeah, because it's going to release a serotonin and just a fond feeling. Exactly. Even if it is cold as hell, <laughs> <laughs> it will warm him up. So late. <laughs> so later on, when their grandfather died, Leonard would pursue a life of crime and thievery. And though Lisa was an ice skating prodigy, Leonard's protective attitude and her appreciative acceptance would lead her to give up her dream and instead follow her brother down a darker path. Ah, uh, a little sad. It, it kind of is, especially if she was a prodigy at something. Yeah. To, to give up what could potentially lead you all the way to the Olympics. With ice skating. Oh, God. So, I mean, when you get rid of that to go to life of crime, that is that is really sad. You got to wonder <laughs> if at some point in the future, Leonard's like, oh, man, if I could go back and, and stop her. Oh, probably. <laughs> Knowing Leonard, that, yeah, I'm sure he would have. So, Snart joined up with a group of small-time thieves in planning out a robbery each was issued a gun and a visor to protect their eyes against the flashes of gunfire. This visor design would later be adapted by Snart into his trademark costume. Which, so yeah, he got that pretty early on. Dang. Yeah, that was that came even long before he got the cold gun. Oh, and I left it out, but he had also, I guess, put in radios so he could pick up police ra- uh, traffic. That's actually kind of brilliant. Right. Dang, those visors pretty high tech. Oh, which yeah. I mean, Snart's not a dumb guy. Like he's a pretty ingenious person. Oh, definitely. So Snart and the other thugs would be captured by the Flash in prison, and Snart would then decide to go solo. But he knew he had to do something about the local hero, the Flash, because you know that's a great way to start your your rivalry with the heroes when they put you in prison. I mean, I feel like some, I feel like a lot of villains take it too personally. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they're just like, he ruined my life as every other prisoner's just staring at this guy. Like, yeah. Like, dude, he, you're not the only one, man. Like, come on. Right. So seeking to, uh, seeking to counter the flash, Snart researched an article that theorized the emission of a psych. Glotron could interfere with the Flash's speed. He designed a weapon to harness that power and broke into the Cyclotron lab, intending to use the device to charge up his experimental gun. Like we were just saying, like this, the guy's a bit of a genius. Oh, yeah, and he definitely knows what he is doing. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of mind-blowing, especially like just seeing how natural of a genius he is like considering he's had like it has it said nothing about him having college education no schooling it's not like he learned and tutored under somebody who taught him this stuff he's just picked it up by studying it yep like which which is impressive and kind of nice right like because it shows that even just the average person can be brilliant oh yeah which honestly i love (laughs) oh yeah so as he was finishing his experiment on his gun, a security guard would surprise Snart 
Intending to use his gun only to scare the guard, he would accidentally pull the trigger, and this is when he discovered that his weapon had been altered in a way he'd never imagined. The moisture in the air around the guard froze, and intrigued by this twist of fate, uh, Snart would don a parka and the aforementioned visor and declared himself to be Captain Cold, the man who mastered absolute zero. Dang, that's got to be a trippy way to find out. Oh, that's got to be a horrible way to find out. Also, you know, like that's where the lack of college education generally comes in because most uh, scientists of the college form are like, okay, we're going to do a controlled study before we take this into the field, people. So I was like, yeah, I built it. It's ready to go. But this is also where gun safety comes involved because (laughs) if he didn't have his finger on the trigger. Oh, yeah, that's He wouldn't have done it. Nope, nope. Actually, yeah, you're also right on that. Come on, Snark. Like, because if he just had it on the, on the side like you're supposed to, he won't. He couldn't have accidentally pulled the trigger. Dang, some of these villains have such <laughs> humble beginnings. You wonder how they got to where they are. Right. Well, let's continue on and find out. As uh, as a survival technique, Snart and his sister Golden Glider teamed up with some other members of the Flash's Rogue Gallery, thus forming the ad- adequately named team, The Rogues. Which... Man. You gotta give them credit for at least being simple. Yeah. It's simplistic, but it almost feels like the whole... Uh, like the... I don't know. I feel like there's other groups that are just like, like, yeah, I mean, we're a team of villains, but at least we don't call ourselves The Rogues. Right. But at the same time, knowing... Snart's personality, I feel like it fits because he is like a rogue of a villain because he has a lot more of an honorable streak than the others do. True, true. And he is. He and is and he's def- got a better code of honor where he won't intentionally hurt innocence. Which is a very admirable thing about the character and kind of something I kind of do like about it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so I feel like the rogues, I feel like he came up with it and it fit perfectly. It, it actually kind of does, especially with him. So. At one point, when uh, Cold would escape uh, prison, when he learned that the Picture News was planning to raise a hundred thousand dollars at a charity event, I mean that's a lot of money. I'd, I'd break out of prison for that, right? <laughs> Especially as a career criminal at that point. I do find it funny how many times prison breaking has been mentioned with this character, and knowing the actor who plays him in the Flash TV show and Legends also is that same actor from Prison Break. You know, it's uh, very ironic. It's, it's honestly, I'm, I'm just giggling inside every time it comes up. <laughs> when Palm breaking out of prison, another villain known as the Trickster had done the same thing. At first competing for the money, they decided to join forces when they were pursued by not only one, but two flashes as Jay Garrick had briefly come out of retirement. The pair successfully made their getaway but were later captured when the two speedsters lured them into a trap by claiming that they recently discovered meteorite containing a fortune in diamonds. I mean, (laughs) that's the one downside to certain villains is it's very easy to lure them out. Right. It's like, Oh, Hey, here's a, here's a fortune. Come get it. Yeah. Snart. I mean, I almost feel like, Snart has two main weaknesses I've noticed. Greed and also a challenge. Oh, yeah. The guy, he cannot pass either up. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Later on in his life, Cold would supposedly reform from his criminal ways, even making a guest appearance on the 
Guillermo show announcing his new way of life. With with his sister Golden Glider, Snart would establish Golden Snowball Recoveries. One eight hundred get cold. <laughs> I, I love, love that. Uh, which was a company which recovers lost or stolen items or your money back. Because you know who better to get back stolen items than a thief? I mean, it's what Vegas <laughs> used to design their security systems. Oh, that's what a lot of the government uses too. Yeah, they so. use hackers for all of, for a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, that that literally, yeah. No, the government also uses con artists to find other con artists. Like, exactly. So I was like, what? Why not? That's they, the best way to be legit. <laughs> It kind of actually and still be a thief. Yeah, <laughs> it really it fulfills your need to your kleptomania with being good. Oh god, yeah. So the rogues were later hired by the city council of Swansville, New Mexico, to find the par- porcupine man and his victims. Now, I feel like I should have re- researched who Porcupine Man is, and I'm sure later on we may do an episode on him. But I have wanted to do just a bunch of episodes on like him, the balloon man, the just animal like, balloon guy. Like all the random <laughs> characters. Condiment King. <laughs> yes. We'll just do like one big episode, because I'm sure they're all going to be really short. So just do like one big episode <laughs> with all of them. I'd be down one of these days. Okay, but moving on real quick. Uh, so... Yeah, Porcupine Man and his victims. They battled with the Porcupine Man, who turned out to be Wally West. No clue what that is all about. (laughs) I'm going to have to look into that one day. Uh, However, West evaded them and quickly got away. Three boys had been trapped in a nearby cave and were thought to have been the victims of the Porcupine Man. They were not, and it was even Wally who saved them. Wes later split the reward money with Golden Snowball. So, uh, a kind of cool fun fact I found is that fellow ice-based villain Mr. Freeze had noted that Cold is the only Cold-themed villain in the DC Universe to have mastered Absolute Zero with his weapons. So even Mr. Freeze, the like most brilliant Cold-based villain in DC, couldn't do it. And, like, dude, this... Like, Mr. Freeze is a legitimate doctorate-level yeah. scientist. Like, if he can't do it, that is impressive as hell. <laughs> you gotta wonder if, like, yeah, Mr. Freeze is there. He's just, like, just thinking about all the money he wasted in college. <laughs> and then this random two-bit crook villain comes along. He's just like, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> Years wasted. <laughs> Years of academy training wasted. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Okay, so let's get into powers and abilities. So, real quick, because I did find some that um, you had missed on there. So, this is all... Some of these are pre or post New 52, because apparently at some point in the New 52, he would temporarily get metahuman ice powers. Ooh, yep. I did... uh, I actually did... So, yeah, some of this is... Like, these, these first couple ones are all post-New uh, 52. Okay. For fair. sure. So, uh, let's get into this. Uh, cybernetic Enhancement. Uh, Captain Cold was one of the many villains who accepted Lex Luthor's offer of more power. Luthor provided Snart with the technology necessary to, enha- to enhance himself. We also got Cryokinesis. After regaining his cryokinesis power, Snart became more powerful than ever, capable uh, capable of manipulating absolute zero temp- 
temperatures and project powerful blasts of cold capable of matching the flash's speed force lightning which now that is impressive is very impressive because we had done an episode on the flash and those ain't nothing to mess with oh god no okay uh cryokinetic con construct creation Snar is capable of surrounding his fists with ice which enhances strength to great superhuman levels I mean, I guess makes sense. Yeah. To, to an ex- Especially when you get this next one included with it. Oh, superhuman strength. Which I'm assuming probably came from those enhancements from Luther. I could see that. He also has a thermokinesis. Snart can use his powers to lower the temperatures to dangerous levels in the atmosphere. Weather manipulation. Snart's control over temperature allows him to create a massive snowstorm across the central sea. That okay, okay, I can see it. It definitely makes sense when yeah. you when you think about it. It's not necessarily weather manipulation, but it's like snow manipulation. I guess. I guess more just like lowering the atmospheric pressure and that to create a snowstorm. Yeah. And I'm sure there's probably some uh, meteorologist right now losing his mind listening to me even make that statement because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm wrong in that whole thing. Very likely, but you know, it is comics. It, true. So you know, bam. <laughs> okay, moving on. He has peak human condition. Uh, he punched Mirror Master through a wall, which, you know, I, uh, yeah, kind of punch a person through a wall is fairly impressive. Oh, yeah. So, uh, genius level intellect. Not only is he a natural leader, he created his own coal gun and knows it inside and out. Has a proper understanding of how Mirror Master's technology works, which is impressive because I don't think anybody really does. Knowing that in order to free captives trapped in one reflection, you'd need another correct reflection to reverse it to reality. He would have been great in one of the uh, Flash seasons where that was a big thing. Yeah. But so kind of going in with his his, uh, knowing his gun inside and out. I I read a thing where I guess he can completely reconstruct his gun with just spare parts from a uh, electronic store in I think it was like under a half hour. Dang, that is how well he knows his gun, dude. That's impressive, right? Like, and the intelligence to be able to actually know what parts would be able to compensate for the parts that are missing. Because you know not all those parts are exact matches in that electronic. Oh, of course not. Sorry, he's just like, he's like, you know what? This cable will do. <laughs> Leonard Snart is a very skilled marksman. Thought not. No. Th- uh, I'm going to start that all over. Okay, marksmanship. In addition, Leonard Snart is a very skilled marksman. Though not on the same level as people like Deadshot and Deathstroke. Which, I mean, you know. There's very few people on the level of Deadshot. Yeah, and if we're being honest, being I think one of the closest. Yeah, Deathstroke, <laughs> Deathstroke, and Deadshot are in a league of their own in this respective universe. Like even Deadshot's above Deathstroke. Oh yeah, Death. But I a lot of that Deathstroke has, is definitely close. Oh yeah, but I would say with uh, you know, we can do a Death Deadshot <laughs> episode later. Let's not get into it because I got my issues with the character. Uh. Technical analysis. He also has a very tactical mind. 
It's tactical analysis. That's what I was trying to read. Tactical analysis. He also has a very tactical mind and his own personal sense of honor. Which we also slightly talked about earlier where he's got like his code of conduct where he won't do like he won't harm innocence. Which actually that's I know a big part of it, but he's got so much other which actually, uh, fun fact, just real quick, I'd like to throw in, uh, since this is a fairly short episode, during one of the, um, I want to say crisis events, but it's where like the evil versions of the heroes came over, Yeah, the rogues went against them, and there is actually a scene where he freezes the bad guy, Flash's leg, and he's like, uh, and, he's, and like he's walking up to him, and he's like, you know the difference uh, between you and Flash is... I actually respect him and just straight up shatters his leg. Yep. I remember hearing about that. Dang, like cold, but damn some honor. Okay. (laughs) Also a master thief, obviously. And (laughs) also not a bad hand to hand combatant. Like, you know, he's no Bruce Wayne, but he'd he'd do all right. He can hold his own. He can hold his own. And that, so, and now equipment. So Captain Cold's snow goggles minimize the flashes of energy given off by his gun within his field of vision. Which, you know, as we discovered, he ended up with those a lot earlier before he even knew he would really need them. Right. And they essentially did the same thing for why he got them in the first place. Exactly. So, you know, it's one of those like, huh, glad I kept these. Right. uh, Weapons. Cold gun. Captain Cold's standard weapon is a gun that slows the atoms of the target to a halt, causing them to not simply become extremely cold, but freeze near dead in their tracks. Well in motion, rather than actually shooting ice and freezing the target directly. Which is... So yeah, that's a kind of a fun fact. Yeah, he doesn't actually shoot ice. Yeah, no, he just literally... Freezes everything in its wake. <laughs> Which is arguably more terrifying and devastating. Oh, it really is. Like Because ugh. you hit a person, and that's going to freeze all the moisture in their body. Yeah. And, like, and, they're, they're dead. Yeah, it's because ba- it literally, from what I can tell here, it just stops the molecules, which anybody who has a basic understanding of physics knows that that's the most devastating thing you could probably do to something. Can you imagine all the water in your body, too, freezing? Oh god! On top of the rest of you, like the rest of your molecules freezing, like you are done. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> like, no. Got to be the most brutal way to go. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. So Snart would upgrade his signature weapon using Speed Force moderating technology created by Black Hole Organization that he had stolen from Star Labs, giving his freezing pistol a potent energy disruption effect on Flash's power. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> so he, he eventually does get where he wanted to get. Yep. He was able to stop the Flash's powers. Which, dang. Impressive. Like, the Flash, the Speed Force is a very finicky thing to go into and work against. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it's a difficult thing to combat against. And this dude who just decided to become a criminal, <laughs> he's just figured it out. I was like, no, we're, gonna, we're just going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, into his somewhat short-ish other media list. Um, in TV, he would have live-action appearances in Smallville, which I guess that was a like a very brief, almost like cameo appearance where 
you didn't see his face, but it was basically alluded to he was in there. Yeah, yeah, I was reading, I saw something that mentioned about that. And yeah. I was like, whoa, man, I didn't, I, it must have been brief because I've seen all the seasons of that. I didn't it, remember it, was, it. It's, from what I read, yeah, it was very, kind of a brief allusion to him. Like, it didn't really show him at all. Okay. Uh, so he would also appear in the 90s The Flash, get a reoccurring role in CW's The Flash, and return as a main character in Legends of Tomorrow. Which honestly is definitely my favorite version of that character ever. Oh, uh, dude, I love yeah. the sass. Dude, uh, the Arrowverse version of him is amazing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, just such sassy and just like, honestly, like, I think the actor they picked for him also just portrayed him perfectly. Oh, he really did. Then the guy that got McRory, like, the two of them had such great chemistry. I know. And what's even funnier is because both of them were from Prison Break and they were both brothers in that show. Oh, well, it just worked out perfectly that they were partners in this one. Right. <laughs> so in animated TV, he would appear in Challenge of the Super Friends, Super Friends, Justice League Unlimited, which is actually where I was first introduced to him. Oh, wow. Uh, he would also be in Batman the Brave and the Bold, Young Justice, Lego DC Comics, Batman Beleaguered, DC Superhero Girls, and in Harley Quinn as a part of uh, the Legion of Doom. Oh, yep. So he had a, had he, a kind of all over the place uh, animated. He kind of just kind of randomly pops up too, like because in any of these he's never been a main stable. I think the most main stable he got from the ones I've seen is Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, of and, at least the animated. Yeah, just for one episode where him and the Rogues yep. team up for the Flash thing. Exactly. <laughs> and so into film, which is all animated. Um, he would be in Justice League The New Frontier, Superman slash Batman Public Enemies, Justice League The Flashpoint Paradox, JLA Adventures Trapped in Time, and in three separate Lego DC comic superhero films. I didn't feel like writing out Lego DC comic superhero films three times. Not fair. <laughs> no, you're good. I've actually I've seen mostly, have not seen the Lego ones. To be honest, the only one I've seen is The Flashpoint Paradox. That's a good one. That really was. <laughs> I enjoyed the heck out of that movie. Public Enemies is pretty fun. That one's a fun one. I looked into it, what briefly they talked about on the wiki, and it seemed pretty interesting. All right, so into his video games. He's, he's actually been in a few. Uh, he'd be in an adaptation of Batman the Brave and the Bold. Uh, he is a boss in DC Universe Online. Uh, game I've never heard of, DC Unchained. I've never heard of that either. Yeah, no. Uh, he is in both the second and third Lego Batman games. Uh, also in Lego DC Super Villains. He is a playable character in Injustice 2. Oh, yeah. But he is alluded to in the first Injustice game in a Deathstroke outro video and a dialogue between Flash and Killer Frost. Huh, I must have missed that, those parts. Uh, I, I did I from the, the outro, it, I guess it was on a piece of paper. So his, that one would have been easy to miss. Mm, fair. And then the dialogues, there's so many of those. I, I think like four per character pairs. I think you're right. So but it, I did, it, it's easy to miss. I did get pretty excited just for all the characters they brought into Injustice 2, but I did get pretty psyched when they brought him in. Oh, heck yeah. Especially because they make him an actual member of like the overarching story in the game. Yep. So, um, and is that all we got? Yeah, that is everything. He was actually a very short one. Yeah, really was. Uh, and 
So I guess the question is, Joker, you a fan? Oh, heck yeah. You know, the, the honorable villain, you know, sassy, good quips. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Basically like a better version of you. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm a fan too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.